You're listening to a Good World Podcast. Presented by Good Organics. With your hosts, Garrett McMartin and Gary Beasley. Where we talk about good news. The kind that you want to hear. Sustainability. Small changes that protect our world. And the mind, body, and soul. Pretty much anything that we believe leads to a better future and a good world for everyone. Hello, everybody. This is Garrett. You're tuned into an episode of Good World Podcast. Uh, we're so thankful to be joined by Simone. If you'd introduce yourself quickly. Hi, everyone. My name is Simone Griffiths. I'm an entrepreneur based in Sydney, Australia, and uh, I help service-based entrepreneurs, you know, becoming step into the thought leaders of tomorrow. So, you know, really tapping into that powerful branding side of things when it comes to leveraging and growing businesses. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, for when you're thinking of branding, and I know you actually also do a magazine, correct? Are you want to tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah, so um, my style of branding is a little bit different, but the magazine you mentioned is called Branded Magazine, and I was actually privileged to be able to feature you guys in it and your products because I think that they're absolutely awesome. But Branded Magazine, that came about um, March, so we're just over a year old now um, with 12 issues under our belt. That came about at the start of the pandemic, um, thinking, you know, how can I reach more people? How can I actually deliver more value and serve people? And the idea of a magazine came ahead and we just committed and off we went. And so with that, you know, we try and bring, you know, a couple of different things to help, not just brands, but, you know, businesses, people looking to get into business, people who have started their business and people who are looking to scale as well, really take on from, you know, the mindset is a big thing for us, you know, talking finances, talking branding, talking business, talking, you know, anything that, you know, comes up really. We have a lot of people contribute as well to the magazine so looking at subject matter experts from different niches and different fields that can bring something to the table that ultimately if you read an episode you know an issue you'll be able to um you know take away something from it that you can implement into your own business into your own life and into your own brands yeah that's something that i really enjoyed when i was reading through um you engage and not just engage but you're sharing your knowledge with everyone to kind of help um build their brands and their businesses uh it's such an important thing i feel because the brand to me is like the the sealed stamp it is what separates your business it's the personality and so when i think branding and and i know a lot of people just think like logos and colors i think deeper i think personality i think what does your business say about itself and that's that's kind of how i define branding what do you what do you what's your thoughts on that gary yeah well i really think you know like you said personality um it's nowadays people want to see like what is the what are the leaders really pushing what do they really believe in and how's that business actually going to make those things happen um thoughts on that simone yeah look that is so aligned with my style of branding because for the longest time, I've been so frustrated when people, you know, they're always focused on, firstly, startups. They're focused on their business name and their logo or their colors. And it's it that stuff is almost irrelevant to getting your customers and getting your clients, you know, the very start. And so my style of branding is so aligned with that. It, it's the heart and soul of your business because if you don't know who you are, who you're for, why you do what you do, like the the reason behind it, which it really, it is, you know, you could label it the personality, like you guys said, you know, the thing that differentiates you from the rest of the market, then how are you going to portray that? And, you know, in your marketing campaigns and everything that you do with your business, how are people going to understand that if you don't? And so that's where, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of get stuck there because that's kind of the fun thing to do is the logo, the branding, the colors and deciding all those things and people get stuck. And uh, um, I think they really need to just focus on their meaning and their vision and their values and that will have a better outcome. Yeah, and a greater impact. You know, yeah, it right. really transforms their business into something else rather than just a business that does X, Y, Z. And the thing about business is, and, and I feel this falls into the branding as well, 
uh, it could be more of like a public relation thing, but how are you giving back? How are you positioning yourself to not just be needed as a commodity or a service, but how are you positioning yourself to be a staple in the community? Because I think essentially moving forward um, with this big kind of change and the circumstances that we're going through, a lot of businesses are having to look to you know more adventurous ideas of getting out there and they're getting really creative in how they're presenting themselves. Um, that's something we tried to do with Good Organics. We were really focused on just just being real and speaking our hearts on how we felt about current situations. The business was created around a purpose, not uh, you know finding a product and then finding a way to sell to it. So I think that speaks volumes in all of our uh, material and content and, and everything we say based around that business because we, above all, want to be real and we want to bring that kind of mentality that style to uh the, the the kind of the market the design the the just the system it's all it's always constantly having to upgrade or you know find better ways to do things and i think some sometimes we get confused or we're kind of caught up in uh, you know thinking thing that th- we've figured it, everything out to the t and and we can just uh, you know, coast on through, but I think constantly people are evolving and with more um, growth comes more demand and people are overall more conscious these days, I feel. I agree 100%. I think you're speaking to 90% of um, entrepreneurs moving into business and looking to grow and expand their businesses now. Um, I think the last 12 months has been something amazing for people in business across the board, um, you know, in multiple industries, I know that many industries have suffered. So I say that, you know, very cautiously, but I think that people are becoming more aware of um, the bigger picture and how they can actually fit in and make an impact. And I feel that there's a lot more people that are impact driven now rather than profit driven. Yeah, for sure. And I think even the the companies that sell out to larger corporations, they, you know, they still have their marketing, you know, like for us, for instance, you know, our competitors will be zero waste and they really push that and there's nothing more, there's nothing else. And, you know, that's kind of where we get to shine the light. And that's part of the reason why we made this podcast is to really show um, our customers and everyone like who we are and what we really believe in. And hopefully that shows through, you know, like I said, the podcast and our branding and the company. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Go ahead. Sorry. Is it, so from my point of view, my perspective and interactions with you guys, I feel like you guys are delivering on this very effectively. That real point of difference, but not just point of difference in the products, but the whole entire process, the impact that you guys are having, not just for people, but for, you know, the planet with the, the reduction in waste and things like that as well. I feel like is it more than one benefit with what you guys are doing with the Good Organics company at the moment? And people are going to resonate and feel that and they're going to want to work with you because of that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, you... Well, that, yeah. you know, when I was thinking of back to what Gary said, that's uh, it's I think back to what actually what I said earlier, you know, how everything's a science because people look at a business like say for our business. And if you're in a corporate mindset or the, you know, the, the system as it is, you're trained to, you know, almost prey on weak spots in markets to, I don't want to say prey because it's not exactly a positive term, but you are able to manipulate uh, your your business to suit whatever it is you're trying to sell. And oftentimes, like, for example, like how Gary said, everybody in our market, they, uh, you know, our competitors, everyone, they all sell the same story. They're all just zero ways, plastic free. Um, and and it, it's, it's a good motivation. It 100% is. And of course, anything is better than nothing. But it's, it's, it's bigger than that. I mean, and you see it seeping out of their brand because they, they've just literally picked out what they think people want to hear. And they run with mm. it. 
and and but there's no depth there's no details there's no uh you know validation shallow yeah well said yeah yeah so go ahead oh sorry I, i think when it comes to especially you know just talking from the branding perspective if you can create context around you know, the reason why you choose to do what you do, why, you know, why creating the context is a big thing. And messaging is a big thing to be able to resonate with your audience. But like you said, you know, if they've just picked what they think their audience wants to to hear and see, then they are missing out on a big, a bigger picture and, and a bigger opportunity for the business too. But um, creating context around the brand itself and the, the decisions that you've made because of, you know, X, Y, Z, can really dig deeper and really resonate deeper with your audience so that you do potentially, you know, touch more people's hearts and create a bigger impact in doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, just back to what we were saying before about how entrepreneurs kind of get stuck with the logo and the branding and the colors. Um, I know for myself, like, I really, I love that. I find that so much fun. And in, in every business that I've started before that's like been very exciting and um, I was I'm thinking like um, so where do you see branding going in the future yeah so I think that this style of branding like logos graphics it is fast becoming a very tired or an old way it will always be a needed part of a brand but I feel like there's more heart in branding now and I feel like in the next three to five years we're going to see a lot more businesses shift into encompassing like their business encompassing their brand really stepping into that it is the life force of the, the business itself really tapping into their unique factors but not just you know, they're unique because they do it this way or because they do it that way, but showing up in a whole different kind of way, like a more aligned way with where the business, not just necessarily what the customers want, but what the business wants us to achieve as well. Absolutely. Um, take, yeah, like taking out the profit side of things, you know, you can chase the money as much as you want, but we all know just chasing money is not really going to get you the greatest result. More showing up as, as serving and how you can, really be impact driven i think that that's where branding is going it's leaning more into that side of things then and and away from you know yes it's a necessary part with the logos and colors but it's a very small part of the overall brand yeah one thing i really though i have to say is that um obviously like when you build those colors when you create that logo it's obvious it is a part of branding but for anyone that's a entrepreneur someone that likes to start businesses or or even explores a subject that's kind of like the stepping stone that gets you started on your journey that's the excitement that kind of ignites the the passion to continue chasing this i find because when you find the happiness when you create something beautiful you appreciate it and then you you kind of want to keep going you want to see how far you can push it i mean you why wouldn't you push it as far as someone could take it um not just to extra to start a business or to you know build a brand but to find passion to find purpose and and that's not it's not always everyone's thing but anything that you know makes you tingle in your stomach is something worth pursuing um so that kind of brings me to question do you um just do do you have mostly for your i know you said you had a different brand style and that's something i'd like to dive into but do you have other businesses you run as well yeah so i have um so i have a business in aviation as well at present so a little bit of my background i'll do it really quickly because it's 15 years of all this stuff um so i started off in with multiple businesses so i started off you know in extreme sports and then transitioned into you know corporate consulting then transitioned into a um, like a a banking consultant, I guess you would say, in a in a weird kind of way. I don't even know how I ended up there. Um, you know, in the meantime, I also had another business which manufactured products for aircraft. Um, so there's been a bit of a transition along the way. Now I still have uh, a business that has an aviation 
side of things. Um, I'm more a silent partner in that at the moment because I've stepped away. You know, the business is set up and operating as it is. So I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, it is exciting, especially when it's your first, very first business to get all that, um, you know, logo colors, like to get the name. But where I try to lean away from that is sometimes that's as far as people get. And that's, that's where, you know, people get stuck in that finding the perfect name or creating the perfect logo or, you know, getting the colours right. And people can spend years in that, not really, you know, getting the fulfilment of stepping into the next stage with their business. And that's why it is an exciting part. I, I do tend to steer away from that, though, because the brand itself I find is a bigger picture. I do 100% however believe follow what fills you with passion, follow what makes you happy and that joy because that is where you're going to get the greatest results regardless of what it is that you're doing. Yeah, so um, I know you have an online magazine now and it's called Branded, yeah. Yeah, um, so Branded Mag... Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 Branded Magazine, that, that's it. <laughs> I I just seen um, this wearable magazine. Um, I guess this company kind of they they make clothes with articles from their magazine. So I was just curious, like, where do you see magazines going? Because obviously now you have an online magazine. Magazines are kind of going out of style, like the hard copy versions. So I was just kind of curious, like, where do you see in like twenty years magazines going? That's a very interesting question. I've never been asked that before. And I never actually knew that there was wearable magazines, which is quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's different. I, yeah, it is very different. Talk I quite branding. like the idea of that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's going to get it everywhere. <laughs> I think, um, I think, like you said, magazines, traditional magazines, so that the hard copies are fast um, becoming a thing of the past. And I think with each generation, you know, um, like my parents' generation were very much magazine hard copies. My generation is very much online. Um, and where that leads, I don't know. I'm very interested to observe and play my part in where it does go. I do think, though, the more the more technology and the more advancements that we have there, it's probably going to lean towards that. You know, where that is, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm excited to be a part of it and find it out. Yeah, and if really it is love, wearable, what I really love about uh, your magazine, or uh, is the information that you're giving out. It, it serves a purpose, and and it's beautifully done. I mean, it's quite interesting, and I had fun, and I have fun reading it. Um, what what's the process like? What 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 is it? Where where does Simone get the ideas, uh, the concept, the design? Where where does it come from? Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's really good feedback. Um, so I have a team that I work with. So for uh, from my team, so there's Steph that works on the branded magazine with me, and then we have so Ryan does a, he doubles a little bit in graphics. Like I wouldn't be where I am without my team. Let's be honest. Like, you know, it takes a tribe to raise a child it takes a team to run a business and um you know so where the ideas come from I think we kind of have like a, a plan but not everything goes to plan so we kind of go okay well look this is what we feel like um the, the most common questions are coming up on these topics and so we try and where we can we try and match each issue with a certain sort of vibe or a, around a certain topic that we can then sort of help people that are going through. So we kind of look at the trends that are coming in um, question-wise where, you know, we can help people the most, where, you know, just in conversations, we might have, you know, three or four people say to each of us that, you know, they're struggling or, you know, oh, gosh, ads are a problem. You know, I don't know how I can grow my business without paying for ads. So then we might do things on actually connecting, you know, connecting pieces, that sort of thing. So it's kind of, there's no hard and fast rule with it. We just go with the flow, I guess, you know, tap yeah. into what people are needing at the time. And I think that that's working so far. Oh, 100%. And that's kind of a <clears throat> style that I've tried to adapt recently because for a long time, you would, uh, like when you're creating content or designing uh, different images or, or 
ad content, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you you kind of have to have a purpose, a message that you're trying, you, that you can see in your head because it's so much more complicated than just, um, you know, what sounds good, what's going to sell. You're really trying to trigger emotions. You're trying to bring um the person right to you and and do your best to kind of share as much about yourself in a tiny little blurb um but i find now like with having what do i want to say and and it's like where do i work around that and then break down and kind of go backwards start at the end and then and then break everything down until i find the raw kind of emotion or feeling that i've been trying to hit and i've and uh for me i it, it was a game changer yeah that there is power in that and, and working out the end goal like what do you want to achieve and stepping back i think that 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 is you know, a very easy way. And th th I guess that's kind of the method that we use. Like we work out what we want to achieve, you know, and then you step back and then the content and the right words tend to come up and fall into place that way rather than working the other way where you're kind of trying to push it, which, you know, can sometimes feel like you're pushing a big pile of dung <laughs> up a hill, which is hard. <laughs> Absolutely. You're like unrecognizable Frankenstein at the end. Yes. Like, oh, no, this isn't what I wanted to say at all. <laughs> yeah. It, look, it is hard, though. It is difficult, you know, with advertising in particular. You've only got a tiny a tiny space where you can create the connection. So, you know, really honing in on your audience and what they're receptive to in the past and then also, you know, what you want to achieve with it can really, you know, find the right words and bring that out. Yeah, I know Gary's a big believer in the if it's if it's working, don't mess with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what's the winner doing right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a kind of a weird question. Um do you do you see like branding going away at any point in the future? And like do do you think overall that branding has been a positive thing for human psychology or more of a negative thing? I love the deep questions, Gary. <laughs> I've never been asked this either. So I I think that branding, I think um, branding will stay. I don't think that you can, you know, to connect, I think that people need to have something to connect with. And people don't connect with the business so per se. Like um, a lot of my clients now tend to be entrepreneurs and individuals, so working on personal brands. And I always say to them, people aren't going to connect to the business name. People are going to connect with you. So I think that branding itself, I think, is going to be something that is going to stay around. And it, it will evolve. It already has evolved, you know, from back when my parents were in business years ago to what it is now. And I think, you know, it's it's only human to sort of evolve and grow with that. So I think that being flexible in that aspect of what branding is and as as the trends do begin to change, you know, roll with the punches, so to speak. But I think that when it comes to the psychology thing, I love that question. <laughs> I Branding is different to marketing. I think that marketing, there's been a lot of um, not dirty tactics, but very, very in-depth and science sort of researched backed marketing tactics that have really created um, – a consumer that or consumer personas that is manipulated and very manipulated mm -hmm. um and i think that people are becoming more aware of the, the tactics and you know marketers have had to change their approach as well quite a bit and i think there is this symbiotic relationship between branding and marketing that can create um you know almost like a perfect balance where you aren't necessarily like you're being true to yourself and you know you're, you're holding space for your ideal customer, but you're not doing anything to manipulate them into what they don't, you know, like go down that path. You're not doing anything to manipulate them to purchase something because you want to make a sale. Your, your, your marketing and your branding can be symbiotic in the sense that you are presenting the information, 
um, that can deliver results for them, but not in a way that manipulates them to sort of, not that, not that those sort of tactics, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> you don't want to fall into that path of, sorry, go. Oh, no, I was just saying, I agree with what you were saying, the kind of the concept, the route you were taking there. I feel yeah. like for a branding, um, to answer your question, Gary, I don't like, I think as humans, where our brain works in a certain way, where you obviously recognize patterns and, and essentially, you know, I, I would say it's a little bit of a manipulation because if you go back to the, like the twenties when all this, they came up with these tactics and, and schemes and like, look at McDonald's. McDonald's is a prime example. They don't even have to show you their logo. They don't even have any noise or anything. You literally, as soon as it comes on, you're like, that's a McDonald's commercial. And you know. Yeah. And they don't even play the nothing. There's no logo. There's nothing. They have done such a good job at, at just completely having you engaged. There's nobody that doesn't know about McDonald's. And it's strongly due to the branding. But back to the, the, the tactics, I feel like branding you can never get rid of because it's just in, it's in etched in the human brain and it's it's just part of the science of how we perceive things yeah well mm. what i was really thinking of is like how a lot of these huge corporations they actually own like a good percentage of the brands that we do see right so you know we're finding that out with our own business and our own competitors like a lot of them have been bought by um colgate or png or um unilever for instance and so it's like what is what is their brand they they have no meaning they're just they'll buy whoever they want so they can control the market right yeah that's that um that that's big business doing big, big business um tactics i think that that is you see that in a lot of different areas as well like um even in australia we have um like even in livestock, you see that, you know, the big businesses that own the big feedlots are sending out and, and forcing the smaller farmers, the organic farmers, all those people that are trying to do something for themselves and something that might make a difference, they're forcing them out of the industry. And that is, um, I don't know, personally, I think that's a very dirty tactic to then, because they, they buy up their, their properties, they buy up, you know, their other businesses and then they do, they control it. And I, I, that's a yeah to me that's a dirty tactic to go in and have that approach because it is then deceiving people because they still operate not under Unilever as an example not necessarily under their brand but under the company that they've purchased mm -hmm. and so people consumers aren't necessarily aware that it's no longer yeah. you know ABC company they've actually changed everything about it but kept the same name because they mm -hmm. owned it I think a lot of that mentality that we were talking about earlier, like the make a sale, uh, all these companies are the same companies from when all these tactic kicks came out, right? And it's like, like you said, Simone, you get to a point and, and then it, it is a bit of a dirty tactic, but it's also, I mean, in business wise, money wise, it's smart. Um, mm. But uh, what, what I'm trying to get at here is that when you go, when you have these businesses so ingrained and so powerful that they are able to own most of the market. I mean, anytime there's a blimp on their radar, they either buy it up or, or, you know, do what they can to stop it. With that being said, I think there's more, I mean, I actually heard this and I don't remember the exact details, but I, I think it was Amazon bought Whole Foods, right? And, right. And they had, um, Whole Foods obviously had strict regulations in, in retailers and, and how they got their products and where they got their products. But, you know, obviously Amazon is not so aligned with that. Um, so there was a lot of that removed, but still maintaining that strong branding. And that's what we see with our competitors as well is, is these companies build up on a good moral value. But then when they sell, the companies just keep the name and change everything the same crap that they've been throwing in everything else, whatever's cheapest and most accessible. Mm. That, uh, I, I mean, I think that's a, a thing that is going to continue to happen, but I think consumers are becoming more aware 
that this has been going on necessarily, you know, more without people's, not permission, but without people being aware of it. So I feel like, you know, especially the younger generations are becoming more aware of that big business sort of tactics. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely seeing a lot of people like conscious consumers. So they're definitely coming on board with us. And yeah, like you said, everybody's becoming a lot more conscious and they're looking into what brands they're buying and who owns them. So that's actually Mm. really great to see. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Especially um, social media. I just want to say social media is fantastic in that aspect because you do have to have some sort of transparency for your brands on social media. So, um, you know, it allows people to sort of see a bit more. I know that it's very much what you want people to see, but, you know, there's, there's things that people can do more research through that because if there isn't any congruency, you know, you can have the best sales page in the world or the best website. But then if your, you know, your other accounts aren't congruent with that messaging, then as a consumer myself, I tend to go, oh, hang on, and look into it a lot deeper. So that's a bonus. Um, moving forward, I would just like to kind of um, <clears throat> catch up on what kind of, actually, I'm trying to think, I'm trying I had something I wanted to say, but it slipped my mind. <laughs> do you have any like um, good news? Like one thing we like to do on the podcast is ask if uh, people have good news, uh, anything that you've come across lately, and we like to share that instead of uh, a lot of negative news out there right now. So, yeah, um, good news. There's actually a lot when you open your eyes and look out. Our brain is is you know I'm sure you guys are aware of it. You know, but like we're where our brains are designed to be negative bias from back when we were in the cave sort of caveman era. But um, so it's easy to pick up on the negative, but there is a lot of good things happening. I find um, business in Australia is a lot of people, you know, and we've already touched on it. A lot of people are becoming more aware. So consumers, big businesses can no longer dominate the markets, which I think is really good for those small business owners and those entrepreneurs, those people that are actually trying to make a, a bigger impact, they're able to gain a bit more of that market share. I find that that is something very exciting. And I'm sure if it's happening in Australia, it's happening around the world. Um, you know, the, you find these small businesses are all of a sudden soaring and skyrocketing because people are becoming aware and they're tapping into that and then they're sharing it with everyone. So I think that that's something positive that's coming out um, and, and a, a transition I'm seeing. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I've heard like, like I told you, my girlfriend is actually from Australia as well. And so yeah. I kind of get the lowdown from her about uh, how things are around there. And I I heard that like their business, their um, like clothing industry is very diverse there. And a lot of people actually support small business a lot more than I would say than in Canada here. Yeah, I think that um, there's a lot of, Australia has this kind of thing, and I'm sure your girlfriend would have sort of been aware of it all. You know, whenever there's a disaster, so the pandemic really brought out, um, you know, a lot. We had fires just beforehand, floods just during, and, um, you know, this whole pass the hat around kind of thing. And a lot of people have really transitioned into that support small business. You know, um, it is really heartwarming to see, if I'm being honest. Like, it's really, yeah kind of on fire right now actually there's a lot of like local spaces that are i know there's a store around here it's uh what basically they just start have a collection of all these local artists and creators and stuff and it, and it's packed always so there, there yeah. is definitely that um and the benefit obviously of being online is to be able to share the knowledge and to to you know help educate on seeing these kind of issues that we know may maybe our parents didn't see so much right um kind of in the heart of that whole movement where you know everything i think pretty much ever since the tv came out until now is kind of just been based on what you see on tv because it's your main source of uh, information or the internet, I should say, until the internet came out. 
But uh, it really brings light to a lot of issues, and it does give the little the little business a voice, and it does allow them to separate themselves and and build a brand. And so, definitely thankful for that in in today's world, of the way kind of business can be and how it is. Yeah, that's a big thing that actually happened from COVID as well. Um, from the government here, anyways, the government closing all our restaurants and small businesses. They've the communities really come together and helped each other out, and you know, to to allow them to survive. Really. Yeah, and isn't that great to see? Yeah, like isn't it? It's great to be a part of that, and um. I just want to touch on one other thing. So, Garrett, you just mentioned about building a brand and, and the like the potential with today. Today, more than ever, anyone can go and start a business and has the same opportunity to be as successful as the top, you know, Fortune 500 businesses because of the ability to create a brand and connect with people. Everything is at your fingertips. Moving into the online world, you can take your brand, whether it's products or services, whatever it is that you do, you can take your brand and, and harness that in the online world. Like anyone listening, if you've been thinking about starting up a business, now is a perfect opportunity to get that and to connect with people all around the world. Yeah, I like couldn't agree more. Prime time. It's uh and not only is it a good time to start your business because of all the eyes and the attention that are focused on the small businesses, but the time to educate yourself on the process. And I, re I really appreciate you saying that because to all the listeners, it's, it's great to, you know, just be reminded that sometimes these goals aren't so far away. I remember my first, you know, entry as an entrepreneur and trying to start my own businesses. Everything seemed a lot bigger than it was. Uh, not even, I don't want to say bigger, but, is like you you see the big picture and you're like oh, okay I don't know how to get there and then you just start piecing you know what you can do and then you look back and you're like oh like I've got quite a bit done I'm I'm somewhere now right and, yeah. I, and I think that's really important yeah everything seems really hard until you until you learn it and then it's easy right <laughs> yeah hundred percent. And that's uh, what's really important about having this time. There's so many tools and resources now, like you said, available at your fingertips to practically any resource or any knowledge that you could ever wish to seek. So there is no reason that you, you know, if this is something you like to pursue, that you're not able to put yourself in a position to, like you said, compete with the top 500 or join the top 500 and, and go against these large brands because the, the, the playing field has never been so level. Um, I don't want to say level because that's the wrong word, but um, available. Yeah. Yeah, the opportunity is there for everyone now. It's no longer who controls the, the media. It's now everyone has the same, you know. And the the bigger companies are starting to realise that. You'll find over the next few years, and it's already starting to happen, a lot of the, the big CEOs behind the big businesses, they're starting to build a personal brand for themselves and they're starting to really open up and become more, more visible behind the business. You know how like back in the day, um, a lot of the big business CEOs, you'd never, you'd know that who they are, but you'd never, never see a lot um, or hear a lot from them. Whereas they're starting to become more visible now because they know the importance of connecting with people. So, you know, it's a trend that is, is starting to happen with the big companies, but a small business owner has the exact same opportunities there. Yeah, that just makes me think of uh, Dan Price, um, the CEO of Gravity Payments. He's uh, He's been very vocal about um, other CEOs and their pay raises while people are suffering and about all the all other things about, you know, government and just things that he sees as wrong. He's very vocal and he's a good CEO, conscious, conscious leader. And yeah, just wanted to sh give him a shout out there. Yeah. Are you familiar with him at all? I don't know him personally, but I do love that he is speaking up, especially, you know, given everything that's happened in the past 12 months alone. Um, you know, everyone sees it and everyone has a gripe about it, but for another CEO to stand up and start expressing their views on it, I think is fantastic. 
I think there was like so I really like what you said about the personal branding. And I think one of the things that shifted the market a lot as well is you're having a lot of these people get like a lot of entrepreneurs get really rich off fairly simple ideas. And then you have these guys at the table that are just normal people and and the whole dynamic, the culture shifts in the business, I feel. Not the business, but business as a whole. Because it's not so, like you said, closed doors. It's not mwahahaha, uh, Montgomery Burns, how to take over the world. <laughs> it's, it's people that are finding success and not only inspirations to uh, themselves and others, but changing the entire system kind of from the inside and i know that's our goal that's something that we want to uh, work towards because there's a lot to be said in not just business or or health and organics but just the whole system there's a lot going on mm. there is like don't quote me because i don't know the stats on this but personally i know more people that have created quite successful businesses through keeping it simple but in the last 12 months more people that I know have stepped into that seven-figure world um, you know even from low six figures and the these are just you know these are like um, I don't know whether you understand the term like Aussie beach bombs like they'd rather be out <laughs> surfing all day than running you know their, their business but yeah. they, they have they've kept it simple and because they've kept it simple um, you know the opportunity people understand and i think we overcomplicate things too much oh, yeah. when it comes to branding and business and i think that's where a lot of people struggle is simplifying yeah i really like how you said that garrett um i think it's important for people to realize like everybody is just a regular person and you can learn and you can do it and you can become successful it there's no iq that is going to make you rich so I just think that's really important to yeah. that message, right? It's hard work, guys. It's it's waking up every day and committing to achieving something. Uh, if you're not yeah. but doing something like every day to better yourself or your business, then you're not going in the direction. Yeah, and I just remember um, one of my good friends when I was in high school. He, you know, he said to me one day, he's like, "Oh yeah, like they're geniuses. That's why they're rich, right?" And I'm just like. You know, I can't hang out with you anymore. <laughs> I got to go. It's true. That, like you said, sorry, it's true. Like you said, there is no IQ that is going to determine your success factor. It's, you know, the, the effort that you put in, you know, the work that you do and how committed you are to it that is the determining factors. It, there's no luck. one thing that's going to, yeah. yeah. Grit, grit and luck. Yeah. And money doesn't doesn't hurt either. No, definitely not. I think like with the whole technology as well, we're having a lot more platforms that have made making money easier than ever. You got, um, you know, people doing drop, making million, making six, seven figures, drop shipping uh, products on Shopify. It's it's easier than ever for a lot of people to step in with fairly um, you know regular or average knowledge on, on just business and computers to to do something and it, and it does like people are getting rich selling mouse pads like you know like just it's 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 it's, it's, it's the potential is enormous yeah there's no limit to what people can achieve and i think you know, it do, you don't need to necessarily, I mean, it's good if you want to change the world, but you don't necessarily have to. You just need to find someone who has a need for what you do or what you have and start there. Yeah. What makes you happy? Where is your purpose, yeah. right? I think um, finding a passion or, or something, because at the end of the day, and I know this is cliche, but it's like if you're, if you're happy, you don't actually work, right? Or I don't know how the old saying goes, but everybody knows it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so like when you chase your passion, what makes you happy, everything else seems to just fall into place. And like you said, it, it's, it's, uh, whether you offer a service or a skill or whatever you're doing, 
um, there's so much of a mentality of, you know, get a job because obviously it provides security. People want stable income. But a lot of this now you can commit. Um, if you just want to enter the market and just tr dip your toes, I mean, 20 hours a week uh, after work or 10 hours, I mean, anything really to just get you going, it's quite achievable and it's, and it's quite possible. So if you've been thinking about starting a business re recently, get up, do it, because uh, it's, it's nothing about money out there, guys. I couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah, so what what's next for Brandon Magazine, Simone? Well, <laughs> so every every month, um, so just if any listeners are interested, every month we have a new issue come out. Um, so I actually don't know because I tend to jump into the process. So I, you know, I, I will write articles and things like that, but a lot of the, the team go through and do a lot of the, the putting together for me. Um, you know, the actual magazine itself and they'll source external, you know, experts that can contribute as well for me. So um, this issue off the top of my head, I should know because we're getting close to when I have to cut everything off for the the final go through. But, um, you know, basically just there to serve. I think that if we work off that premise, we can't go wrong. As long as we can contribute in one way or another to somebody's life and it doesn't matter if it's you know, all the readers, I think we've got, I think we're over 9,000, um, 9,500 now globally with Branded, whether it's all of them or whether it's just one person that gets something from reading the magazine, then, you know, my, my cup is full and I'm happy with that. So as long as we can serve, that's Beautiful. The, the goal. Yeah, you can just change one uh, life or perception. Job, job well done, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So it's all about just one person. Um, yeah, so I guess for the most part, if you had any other like, you know, tips, um, so say the share for our viewers, someone that might be starting a business or, you know, wanting to focus on learning branding, is there any books you could recommend to read or do you, do you have any go-to kind of online courses that you, or even ones that you offer? Yeah, so I, I kind of want to jump straight in and say, well, you know, um, I have the personal <laughs> brand. I, I, I do the personal brand mentoring and uh, mastery program. But, um, you know, not everyone needs a personal brand. You can have a business brand. You know, I think um, it's entirely up to you. My best advice would be go and get one of Seth Godin's books. Um, he's like a, an all-time guru when it comes to branding. But... Um, just be yourself. Don't get too bogged down in what the industry is doing, what the market trends are, what competitors are doing. Just really tap into, you know, who you are, what you want to do, what you want to achieve, what does light you up, what, what fills your cup, and lean into that. You know, share that message that you have because I haven't met a single person something within them that makes them want to make a difference in this world. So really tap into that and um, the quickest and fastest way to, to find that is by doing what you love, you know, what does bring you joy, what, what does fill your cup. And don't don't worry about the rest of the market. It's almost like, you know, chuck a pair of blinkers on like the racehorses and just run your race because when you share your message, there's going to be people that need to hear it. When you share your products or services, it doesn't matter what that is. There's going to be people that need that in their life and lean into that rather than getting overwhelmed with everything. Yeah, I think that's something I did was really important, actually, because I, I know I've dealt with this, and, and sometimes you get discouraged um, because it might not be right for your friends or your family what you want to do. And so you kind of run into a lot of negative feedback or, you know, just uh, getting roused in general. But then you go exploring and you find out there's a massive demand uh, for you or your services outside of your circle. And I think that might be a big deterrent for a lot of people. So I just wanted to add always, you know, don't judge your potential based on what others think. And, and, and I mean, if you got a horrible idea and everyone tells you it sucks, it probably does. But <laughs> <laughs> if, 
you know, you're just not getting that support in your circle. Always go out. I mean, explore, share, find, dig, research, do it all because you never know. And I mean, people are selling bags of air right now, so... Yeah, and like you said, just you got to find your niche and there's communities out there for for everything. So you you can find the people that you want to connect with. Yeah. That's a great uh, note. I guess we could end on that note, go out fairly smoothly and and, uh, just sharing something positive. I mean, it's always nice to end on a good note, of course. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming uh, on our podcast. We really appreciate having you and you sharing your information with us, helping expand us and the viewers uh, or the listeners, their uh, you know knowledge on this subject. This is something that you could never be too good at. Thank you for having me. I've appreciated it. It's been just as much, um, you know, I've got just as much from this. Trust me. It's been great talking with you guys. Amazing. Is there is there anything else that you wanted to say before we end this? No, just my message would be, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. There's there's things that, uh, you know, if you want to start something, then start something. Like you said, Garrett, I think um, I never asked my family or my husband for, um, well, I, I can't say never, but, you know, I don't necessarily lean into the things that they, their feedback on my thoughts or where I'm taking the businesses. Um, because like you said, there is a bigger world out there than just your immediate circle. So um, I just want to second that. Like if people tell you no and they're your friends, your family, uh, your colleagues, if you're doing it, you know, a part-time sort of side hustle kind of thing, take it further and, and validate your ideas that way. Um, hey. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. but otherwise, thank you. Yes, it was such a pleasure. And uh, uh, to everyone listening, you can uh, we'll, we'll post links and you can visit our socials and, and get get a, get a copy of Branded Yourself. Actually, we'll send you that way. I think we have a, po- or a link on our, on our link tree. Yeah, and then just make sure. What, what's your handle again there, Simone, on Instagram? Yeah, so it's, it's uh, at Simone Griffiths Official. Nice. And your website is? SimoneGriffiths.com. So you'll be able to find me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, nice and easy. A little bit of personal branding for you, hey? Yeah, uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. And to everyone listening, we wish you a good day, good world, goodbye. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks for Thanks for coming. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to A Good World Podcast. And as always, we're presented by Good Organics, so follow us on all social media at Good Organics Co. We wish you the best and hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Adios. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.